I'm very interested about the topic we're going to be talking about today. And it's a thought that runs through my mind every single day. And it's a question that people ask me every single day. And so happens to be that my guest suggested it today. And the topic is how do you balance being a multi-talented artist, the pros and the cons, and the fulfillment in what you have to sacrifice to maintain this title. So with me today, I have Bachelor. I'm gonna let him introduce himself because I feel like I already butchered his name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, this is the first show of the year. Nice. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lucky man. It's something new. <laughs> it's good to finally get a chance to to talk to you. It's been a while since we talked. Hey, yeah. that by me. I don't like to to introduce myself. No, introduction. A lot of people are like that, right? Because it sounds like you're labeling yourself. Like yeah. you have to, to say who I am. It's difficult to say. I'm but just, like in an I'm, overview. I'm just an artist, you know, like I, I figured out a couple of years ago that, you know, my, my purpose and my passion in life is to create. And like the subject today, just I, I just love creating and it doesn't matter anything from uh, graphic design to creative director to styling to designing sneakers to designing clothes. Now, mm -hmm. lately, I discover a love for music. Uh, I do it all. Uh, you know, one of my biggest, one of my dream. I always wanted to be uh, in later of my of my career, like a, a creative director for a huge company or huge house, where I I get to like take a concept and develop it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I figure out one of the best way to to get there is to have an understanding of 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 every art. It's like being a maestro, you know. The maestro has to be able to play every instrument. So for me, I felt it was necessary for me to have an understanding of, of photography, of graphic design, of film, of fashion. And I feel like they're all interconnected. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, my life has been going according to chapters. <laughs> you know, oh, whenever, I like that. Yeah, whenever, I like this, that. whenever this chapter is over, I... I I'm on to the next. It's annoying, but. <laughs> I know. So while you were speaking, a couple of questions came to my head. I hope I don't forget. But um, you remind me of what we usually call a jack of all trades. And we hear this a lot. So one of the questions I was going to ask you is, have you mastered any one of your crafts? Like out of all of the things that you're studying right now and applying, what would you say is like that one thing that, you always come back to i feel like as artists we never master anything because we, okay, we can always get better at, at any craft we do right it's like mm -hmm. if we do a painting you can have a painting sitting for like a year and huh? you, <laughs> you feel like you need to go back to that painting because you're not there yet you're not ready to let it yeah let it go a, i feel like you know 
I'm, I'm like, I like to call myself a mutant because I'm, I'm so blessed that God has given me this gift where everything that I do creatively, I'm very good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not thinking about mastering, you know, if I master this, if I master that, I'm thinking about like where I'm at in my life and what is this, this as, 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 has done for me. So there was a time where for five years I was designing sneakers. And then this is where I learned best about like the the fashion, the fashion industry, about production, about mm-hmm. sales, about uh, uh, business management. So it's, and I, I'm not saying I couldn't learn that in other area, but for that time being, that, that was my timing. So uh i don't believe in mastering anything i believe in being good very good at what i'm doing uh, and at the end of the day it's like whoever's gonna judge it that's that's their business but i i really my job i make it very simple for myself my job is not to challenge to challenge people's opinion about my work my job is to create and then whatever whatever people want to make out of it it's it's, it's their business <laughs> Amazing. So you kind of remind me of something that I always say that artists are usually burdened um, to translate. Um, and by translate, I mean that you put out there, it helps people understand certain things for themselves or, you know, we help the world live. When you think about it, when the television turns on, who do you think is behind all these shows, all these actors, the art scene, the costume designers, the fashion, all of that is art. And I feel like we help people through the pandemic as well, without them realizing. The book that you opened to read, Bubasso's Wulaj, You're Not Bored, that's an artist. So, um, and I always say artists are burdened with that. <laughs> and so what would you say is you contribute as an artist? What is your burden um, when it comes to your art? Burden is a I know it's a strong word, but what is your your mission? There you go. Like, like you know, other than just creating. A lot of, I feel like a lot of artists, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of artists. First of all, artists are very weird. Sebati <laughs> weird. <laughs> So, you know, it's uh, it's very hard to get into like an artist's head or to know like what push you or what makes you do But only the, sometimes even the artist doesn't understand why, why I do certain things. Mm-hmm. But me, I realize a lot of artists like say like they want to do this, but for me, it's just like, I realize that I have a gift and I always say like, by the time I leave this world, like, I want to like be, I want to be at like percent. Because all these gifts, I don't want to hold back and say, oh, I wish I, nah. So that's yeah. my thing. If I can inspire one or a hundred, that's on the universe to decide. But for me, it's just like I realized that I am not, I'm not normal. I'm not like any typical human being that, you know, I have the gift of like to... My gift is like I, I make things cool. I make things look good. You do. <laughs> I've seen your album covers. Um, I see how you sing. I've seen you perform, and I think <laughs> it was like the first time ever. 
<laughs> and I was just like, okay, let's go. Somebody is just like free. And I, what I admired is how free you were. And a lot of people don't understand that it takes a lot of courage and lack of fear um, to be yourself and to actually let yourself express whatever, like you said, God put inside of you. It's not, it, this is just literally out of your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just got to let it out. Yeah, uh, let it out. What would you say is one of your biggest challenges as an artist? Because we're never really 100%. No, no, no. My biggest challenge is no. It's, uh, I would like to get to a point where I don't, I don't worry about like taking care of, of the business aspect of it. You know, I would like to get to a point where I just, I just create and, and, you know, let, everything else sort sort themselves out and also it's, it's like you know back in the days i used to i used to seek for people to understand to understand my artistry to i used to i used to like yeah need to like oh no but i want people to understand this now i i've been able to let it go and then to just focus on creating and then and then create with love but if i yeah. like, and also one of my biggest challenges is also being able to to let go and not trying to do everything at once that's interesting so it's it i think the second one ties into the third one so learning to pace yourself right yeah to yeah. understand that you have to move at your own time actually they're all intertwined and i really <laughs> relate to all of it but scared usually um when it comes to being an artist the challenge that we face, and I say I relate to this because I feel like it's 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 something we all face as artists is where do you separate I'm gonna do me from I'm gonna create this for someone because at the end of the day we do want to inspire. But what I learned to understand is that people connect to your art as long as you stay true to it, meaning the more authentic it is, the more revealing of yourself it is, you will find your niche. It's almost like when you have friends. Yeah. You're going to pretend to be something else, something that you're not, just to get people to like you. You're just going to be yourself. And whoever can handle you, whoever can handle your art, whoever can handle the one year that you're spending until you touch the canvas, whoever's patient enough to wait, will wait, you know? So. Yeah, and it's challenging. And how I say that this may intertwine with the first one that you mentioned is the business aspect. Sometimes I tell myself, I'm not going to commercialize myself. I'm not trying to do like 15 painting in a week just to sell because that's not me. But at the same time, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and then bills are paid, money's coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. about that. You know, knowing like yo, you have you have a team that just gonna like take care of that for you, where you like you don't have you can just focus on getting inspired and just create. You know, you need an agent. You need somebody to manage for you. <laughs> because at the end of the day, people forget like you know, at, you still have to function as a human being besides being an artist. You're a mom. You know, you have responsibility. Some people have the privilege to just do it full time, but some people, it's like it's on top of everything else they're doing. Let it's me tell a- you something. I read a quote recently, and it was it's something that said that why do you think that 
it's always the rich people's kids that always go to art school or it's a millionaire's child that will always go to art school. They always rebel and just want to break the standard and want to turn out to be an artist. That's because that's what at the very core, when there's no need that needs to be met in terms yeah. of money, it won't form. You're good. Yeah. At the very core, we as human beings aspire to become artists. Like we have art inside of us. That's what we seek I feel, to connect. I feel every human being is like, and that's why, like, I get to respect as an artist. I, I respect every little thing that someone does. That, that's so I'm always impressed. Yeah, you know? I'm impressed by like, especially when I travel, like, every little thing, like, the artisanal, like, it's either something like, it's like, I'm so impressed because it's art, you know. And we, I feel like we're all in art, we all have like this creative part of part in 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 within ourselves it just if only it could be it could be fed it's it needs to be fed i, I tell mm -hmm. you like i tell people it's just like everybody's creative you have something you're so creative like you you're an amazing cook that's an art you mm -hmm. know you clean well that's an art like whatever you you do well it's an art because it takes times and practice to be good at it yeah, and then when you look at people like Michael Jackson or I don't know Whitney Houston or Beyonce, they're one of the, some of the greatest, and all it took were parents that supported them, and the support wasn't just financial or time; it was strictness, it was discipline, it was woman you call in a day, okay, so you gotta get this done. <laughs> every single day reminded you of what you need to get done. And had you not, had they not have that, maybe they would have ended up being a financial analyst or just, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but, but it's but, just to tell yeah, you. There's also, there's also like, I have one friend of mine, he's like, he's extremely good with numbers. And he's just like, I'm like, you're, you're an artist with, the num with numbers, bro. And I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I was, Art, like whatever some somebody does well that you can do that's art yeah it's what um, how would you call that artisana artisana no more like there's a word for it where you're you're connoisseur or uh, i don't know a connoisseur of your art but i want to ask you this question what's your take on the financial aspect for example how they always attribute the two words starving to artists all the time. I mean, art is expensive. That's what people don't understand. And mm -hmm. I don't like when people try to like put, put, oh, like I could have done that. No, if you could have done it, you would have done it, motherfucker. I always say that you could have done it, but you didn't think about it. Speak <laughs> for the, you don't, you don't, you don't buy, you buy the, the concept. That's, you don't buy it. You buy so many things when you buy a piece of art. You buy the concept, you buy the intention, you buy the. There's a lot of things you that that is put into this. Thing. It doesn't matter, like. But so it's the same way. I cannot walk to your business and say, "Yo, you you need to charge me that that price for this this plate of food or or this drink." So you cannot come to me and and tell me like how I need to charge for my for my for my art. I mean. That that's that's a life, that's a life. You know, you know, a friend of mine changed my perception to tell you like, 
ever, ever since I was a kid back in Haiti, like I, everybody knew that I was going to be an artist, but me. Hmm. Because I used to like, not desert, but during like Sige Pufisek Pavini, I used to like go in front of the class and start drawing everybody as a character. And oh, that's cool. People laugh. I used to do like, I used to do like, I used to charge people, the girls mad money to like write like Chassonette Francaise Nakayo and then mm-hmm. with like, uh, and then Pedisse Nakayo. So I always used to have a way of expressing myself until I came to the state. And then you just like, I try to like do like, please the parents thing and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, it's not, this is not for me. Then what were you doing before that? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, architecture. My, 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 my journey has been like crazy. And that's why people was like, I'm like, dude, like I never, I didn't get here by, by into what people was tell me like, mm-hmm. so I'm not now. So after I studied architecture, I got an associate degree in architecture mm-hmm. and I got admitted to go to the master program at three schools. Right. And then I got a scholarship to play soccer. <laughs> wow. I was like, yeah, I think architecture is going to wait. Like that's, I've, I've been wanting to, to like play soccer, you know? Mm-hmm. And after, when the school that I went to Barry, they didn't have architecture. So I, I picked graphic design marketing. I graduated there and I started working for, I started interning for Max, for Addicts Gallery, for, for marketing, starting doing a couple of events. And then that's why I discovered photography and, and, and film. So I discovered I put an event together with Patrick Forel, which is like a, an amazing photography. He went to Haiti and and wow. and, and, mm-hmm. and shot the the earthquake. We did a show called My 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 Heart Will Go On, and it mm-hmm. was a, also the the tornado in, in Go Naive. And I, I fell in love with photography. I was like, oh my god, like I I. I want to do this. It, it spoke to me, and I, I'll, I'll give up everything to to learn from you for three six months. He's like, no, don't do that, Bash. You already you already got the concept. Your speaker, camera, and shoot. Mm-hmm. And this happened when I discovered film. Uh, Anthony Medler, he's like a big time director. He shot Usher, Beyonce, Diddy. He shot video. Mm-hmm. He recently, started making movies. He had a show, an opening show for Soul House at the gallery. Mm-hmm. And me, I was helping him so much. So he actually let me be part of the show. He asked me to, to write uh, some paragraph from his favorite, from, from his favorite book on, on one of the photography. On one nice. of and, you know, we, we had such a, 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 a cool connection creatively. He was about to shoot uh Nicki Minaj and Trey Song mm-hmm. today he's like I want you to come on set with me I'll pay you you don't have to do anything just just be by my side like you know you don't have to do anything and I was like dude I want to do this like that that's why I think like I, I when I see something I'm like I want to do this and I always tell people like if you like I feel bad for you if you're sleeping on me because 
uh, all I can say, I wish you a good dream because by the time you wake up, like, yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> no, seriously. Once I say I'm gonna, like, I say, yeah, I wanna do this, and next thing you know, I'm like, dude, this song is fire. Like, you have you made a video for it yet? No, I haven't. I can make it. I, I don't know premiere, I don't know any program. <laughs> so, wow. I love to challenge myself that way. I I like that. I I like the concept of yes until I figure it out, right? Because no, you could that, miss out on so much. Mm -hmm. No, that's that, and then that like I I apply the same the same energy for everything. For music, it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I wanted to make music until quarantine happened. A mm -hmm. one of my friends got stuck here in Miami. We st we started working on a project together and I introduced another one of my friends. I introduced them and I'm like, okay, you you guys should link, you guys should create together while we were recording and then oh but you should do this, you should be a, you should do reverse. I'm like, I don't fucking nah, I don't do that. <laughs> and then that's how it starts. Two days later I'm like, you know, I have I have a horrible verse with like I couldn't like the first time I got on the mic, it was like the devil. Like I couldn't stay on beat to save my life. <laughs> but you know, one of my friends who's also like a big time artist, Jay Perry, he was like, "Yo, Bash, wow, you're an artist. Like you have the name, you have the swag, you have the, you have everything." It's like, let me you ask you. So, what were the criterias that made people realize that you were good at what you were about to embark in that you never saw? Because it seems like it's a repeating pattern. Even when you were in Haiti, you didn't realize you were an artist, but you were making things. Like right now, you didn't know that you were good at music until you started and people started encouraging you. Like, what did they see that you couldn't see? Uh, for me, I've always been creative. Like I've like, I've always like, I love to sit down and talk creatively about like, like mm -hmm. book on a desert, like let's do something crazy. Let's like, it's not even take outside the box. It's just like, let's take inside and outside the box at the same time. Okay. I've always been involved in music because I have a lot of my friends who, 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 who like, who make music. Mm -hmm. It was my mind that, that I was, I was I was into it as far as like doing it because I was just I was just happy and, and content being like around them. It's directing. Like I mm -hmm. like sorry. Like I like to even though my photography, like I like to tell a story. I just feel like, oh, just take a picture. Let's take a, a, a sexy picture. Let's show some ass. And that's one of the reasons <laughs> I for a year because I lost interest. I lost my passion about shooting. I'm like, yeah, I shoot so many pretty girls. And it's like, yeah, but what, what? Like, I want to see the story. Exactly. I want to see something else. And I stopped shooting. And the, the music was the same. But one thing about me is just like, I'm never afraid to try. And I thank God I'm around like a, a small group of friends. They're like, so they always ask me, so what's next? So what's next? And I'm they so, keep you on your feet. Yeah, they keep me. They keep me so. They keep me grounded, and then they keep me. They 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 help me to challenge myself at all times. They're like, yo, what's next? What's next? What's next? 
Like, <laughs> I find this interesting because you actually did something like that to me. Not what's next, but um, you know how you have you're saying you have these friends that keep you on your feet, that keep you, um, that encourage you in your path. Yeah. And then the other day, I remember talking to you last year, like literally last year, not last year, two days ago, but um, <laughs> last year when you said, not you also go for and i'm like no i mean i'm good even you like no you have to say that you're amazing you have to say that you you have talent that you can do this that you can do that and i'm struggling with that till this day like i'm like mm. i and just because maybe i haven't touched the brush for a second I, so, think you, I think you've been touched. I think it's just like it happens differently for everybody, but for impasse to some bag I culture. Mm-hmm. Because black American, the lot of confidence available. And then our culture, we 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 were taught to be humble. We were taught to like, but because it's like a sign of respect you have to be quiet you have to be humble no don't be so full of yourself exactly but they like for what the big the biggest artists they're very confident some some sometimes people call it it's ego but it's not ego if you're good at something arrogance yeah it's it's arrogance when you can back it up you know yeah the thing is, confidence is just a lack of fear. That's all it is. It's just like you're not scared to do what you want to do and need to do. That's it. I talk that a lot, but it's also it's also your environment. If you're in an environment where people are like, you can't, uh, putting you down or try to make you feel like, oh nah. But so no environment where people are like, yo, dude, you when all of my friends they always like, yo, bash. You're not, you're not, you're not normal. We all know that, and that's why we support you in everything you do. Like because you, you have this ability to create on 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 a lot of platforms. And then some people might be like, oh my god, you need to focus on one thing. You need to focus on one thing. But what people don't understand is just like this. Yeah, okay. let's say like, if I have a photography project or a videography project, mm-hmm. not holding me back from doing fashion. I always tell people doing fashion, designing is the easiest thing. If I want, I can design a collection each and every day. Mm-hmm. But process of designing, the, the 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 production aspect, like there's a lot of aspect that come with it that you need to pay attention for. But for some people, it's hard. But for me, it's easy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so maybe a- that that's that's the advantage that comes with being multifaceted. Other people won't notice. So it's just like if I'm if I'm if if I'm working on a if I'm creating directing a music video, it's not gonna stop me from doing anything else because all it takes for the concept a script and then to execute it to the best of my ability. And I was you know one thing that I've learned over the past couple of years. Is not to be so hard on myself. Yep. 
yeah, it's 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 not to be so hard on myself that it's okay, you know. Okay, so let's move to the next step. What yeah. do you think? And you're the one who brought it up. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you think was one of the biggest sacrifices that you had to make to maintain this lifestyle? Lifestyle of an artist. Uh, one of the biggest sacrifices I had to make was give up a comfortable lifestyle that most people will, you know, will care for and will like hold on to. Uh, okay. Like I said, like I used to work for for Fabrice Tardieu as a as one of the creative director, but I, I I did like I was wearing like twenty hats, and then after five years, when I realized that I was, you know, I I, I had bigger dream that the company couldn't fulfill, and other things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that that that's always like once I feel too comfortable. Yeah, you got to keep moving. So I freak out, like I freak out, you know, and it was one of those things, like after five years, I went to Europe for like a month. I, mm -hmm. I discovered something. It's like a good old pima, blood boy. I'm like, what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I cannot do this for another. So I need to keep moving. I need to like, I need to like challenge myself on what's next. And mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I tr like after that, I had to like give up that lifestyle that was like, okay, you know, people see you working for like a, a luxury brand, they think like, mm -hmm. they think like, oh my God, it's like, but there's a lot of challenge that comes with, with it. So yep. I, I give up that lifestyle to do my own thing. And then I took a risk. I was like, you know what? I can do this and then 10, 10 other things instead of just focusing on like helping somebody else with the project without me getting no 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 respect and no recognition for my work so i'm like yeah uh, i'm a... after yeah. i did that in, in in two weeks i opened a shop in the design district wow yeah but it takes it takes all <laughs> all to that is fooey. You said it yourself. That is weird. Like you know, it was like mm -mm. You're crazy. I'm like, dude, like, you know, but it just like you know, one thing like I I, I realized earlier I was talking to me and you like you like you had to break artistically. Yeah. You know, one thing I realized is just like you know, being an artist is just like it's like being in a, in a relationship. You got to take a break from time to time. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not about a break. It's about like the amount of time you put within it. Because mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, if you take your energy and pour it into something else, your heart feel it. Yeah. So lately I've been feeling very distant from, from my art. Like I haven't picked up the brush and over four or five months and I have this painting. I wake up in the morning and this painting is like looking at me in the face every time I wake up and I just shrug and I just walk away. Are you are you question you are you one of those artists that 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 does better when when they're going through something or it's like when you... <laughs> I think so. I think I have to go through some trauma. <laughs> like a marriage black. Like 
life is good right now. <laughs> it's just like it'd be like that though. It's it's it'd be like that. It's not a bad thing. It'd be like that. It'd be like some no, but the thing is, here's the deal. I have a routine, right? I wake up in the morning, I take care of my kid, I go to work, I come back, I exercise, I read, I cook, I drink some wine sometimes. And then I now have gotten into the habit of sitting in front of the TV and watching TV for at least one hour. And I do this because I'm like, I want to feel the money that I'm I'm spending on this rent. I need to savor my apartment. And then I barely even have a social life. So I'm like, am I really going to sit down for a whole four straight hours and start painting? So this is where... I'm starting to even dissociate from the term artist because I'm not picking up a brush, but I am creating in other ways. Like I do some video content or I cook more and I find this to be an art, like you say. So yeah, I'm kind of like redefining what the term artist means to me, but at the same time, I'm still grieving my painting. All I got. Yeah. <laughs> Your painting is waiting for something to happen. Nah, I'm good. Please. <laughs> <call me>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't need anything to happen. Been there than that. It doesn't have to be bad, no? Huh? It doesn't have to be a bad thing. I know. I mean, you're right. You're right. Because sometimes you could, it could be a whole new adventure or you know, do something crazy, which is harmless. Or you go skydiving. Or so what's, stuff. Huh? what's next for you? What's next for me? I think this is an interview directed towards you. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what's next for me? I don't know. I think I'm going to start to... I really don't know. I need to sit down with myself and figure it out. Because... Um, I feel like life just started for me. It's starting to get interesting. Nice. And maybe, yeah, things will start happening. But I don't know what's next for me. But just like you, you said earlier, I feel like I am open to whatever is coming. Dope. I'm just, I'm down. Dope. We. I see Dope. like, you, you're very articulate. I see like, I feel like you you'd be like a, a, an amazing host or like a like. A, yeah, right. Okay, a lot yeah. of people are talking about the podcast. They're like, "Oh, you're probably gonna be the Haitian Oprah or the Haitian Martha Stewart." Who's it? Who can guess She's gonna know that I speak about her. But the thing is, it's like it doesn't matter if like I can see it. If Stevie Wonder can see it, like can you see it? Yeah, true. That's so true. People can say whatever they want. And you have to bring yourself to accept who you are or decide who you want to be. So I have a question that's been itching from the beginning of the podcast. But I I decided to save it for the end. Boy. I so Mr. Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> You've been scratching, sketching from the beginning of this interview until now, only to prove that you are an artist for real. <laughs> I guess that's not a question. It's more like 
I could hear you sketching this whole time. Oh yeah, that's why it keeps me, it keeps me focused. It keeps me like. That's why I didn't say anything. I was like, he, it probably encourages him to be in the conversation. Yeah, I, I was thinking something so, so ugly, but it's so beautiful. And also, I remember, guys, talking about, um, you know, starving artists. Batch is, not, is definitely not going to be a starving artist because I remember one day I was trying to record content. And mind you, I was part of this content. I was performing. I was dancing. And he had a camera in his hand. And I was like, um, I handed him my phone. I was like, can you record for me what I'm about to do? And he's like, nope, my eyes are expensive. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, if I'm going to create for you, it's going to cost you something. <laughs> and then I realized how beautiful this moment was. I was like, if you know, if people valued, if artists valued themselves a little bit more like he did, they'd be so far out like you in this moment you're like yeah i'm expensive just it, like... took, it took years to get like that it's not, i don't want people to think like it's something like yo some people are born with it but it took years to get like that because i always tell people it, it took it took me 10 years to make a name for myself that's it you know now every time i sign a check i'm like if only they knew the value of my signature these people are getting my signature for free so i swapped i was like you know what Checks will get a signature. Art will get another one. Have you been perfecting your signature? Yeah, it's something that I'm working on. And the thing is, um, it's just Natalie. That's it. <laughs> you haven't no. I, I didn't ask you that question. What's 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 been the most challenging aspect like aspect for you as an artist? Because I know you you know, you're a mom, you do like you do all this crazy amazing things and then you you find time to record and talk about it, and i'm like okay i think for me it's um i'm a little bit like you so the cooking the podcast the the painting the baking all that stuff i stay true to them and most of the time i don't force anything to happen so for me i would say it's the discipline that's lacking I wait for things to come to me. So I could be sitting on my couch and then somebody, I, I get like an invoice, um, an estimate request. Oh, I need an estimate for this event that's happening in two weeks. Can you make it happen? And I'm like, yep. But it's not like, <laughs> you know, I know exactly, I don't push, I don't advertise anything. I don't cultivate too much the business aspect. It's something I'm starting to work on and it's and I'm starting to see the fruits of it. Um, and that's why I want to kind of like push myself and challenge myself to nurture that. Same for the art. Um, I don't push for that. The trust fall, I don't advertise it. Um, but somehow people are finding me. I'm looking, I'm checking in every day and I'm seeing listens and I do get paid for every click that I get. <laughs> so <laughs> that helps. And that's another thing I, I think I wanted to mention to you. You said that you want to just create and not, um, you know, not have to worry too much about the business aspect. That comes sometimes with intellectual property. For example, my book that I've written, all I had to do was work really hard at it for three years, got it out. And now, again, on my same couch, I get a ding. Oh, somebody just purchased your book. This December alone, 
somebody purchased 10 books all in one order. Ooh. And I was just like, okay, that's thank like, you for my Christmas present. That's Christmas <laughs> gift all over. Yes, and that's with no campaign, no advertisement, no nothing. And that's they what... hear about it from someone who told someone who told someone who told someone. And then I actually have my book in the hands of very important people. Their children are reading it. So I think if I nurture the business aspect, and I think it's something that artists need to understand, that art is something valuable. And again, you're lucky to have this thing that comes 50% naturally and 20% with 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 training and working on it and then the rest if only you could just study the business aspect the marketing the getting things out there the the financial side of it i think we have to educate ourselves on these things because this is our livelihood but I, like if if you knew that you could live on your art alone and that's it nothing else about medium you could eat every single day you'd have a lavish life would you not study a little bit more on how to manage everything. So I just think that's my challenge. Okay. That was a long answer. Is that me? <laughs> that makes sense. I feel like this should be on a panel discussion, you know, yeah. among artists for oh. the crowd. I'm always like, I always like just drop stuff on their plate and they're like, Mash, Mm -hmm. My thoughts exactly. That was fine being average until you started believing in me. <laughs> you know, one you know one of the things that you know want to change that community. You know, especially you know from from our community, how's like you know like you know Nat is such an amazing an amazing artist and does so many things, but. You know, back in the days, people used to have like, you know, where, where, where is the next nap? Who's gonna be the next nap? Like, you know, I like, know. We don't, we don't share. We feel like we have to keep everything to ourselves. For me, it's yeah. like I really believe in, you know, into into sharing, spreading, spreading. I always tell people like, I don't care what you do with what I give you, but like. You know, there's always more where that come from. It's, this is one thing that I'm blessed with. So I should never be afraid to like share. If I see something that you're doing, you can make one, one like you move to the left a little bit more, and then it's gonna like elevate what I you like that. I always you're gonna... not gonna get anywhere by staying inside your bubble. Um, and it's good to share because you you never know who's gonna come and it all it takes is one encounter, all it takes is just one moment for you to be able to present yourself and then you find what it, what was meant for you this whole time. That's it. Sometimes it's so easy. I feel like it's so easy as artists to lose yourself, that especially nowadays. And then mm -hmm. But this kid from Haiti, he was like, you know, he produced one of the songs for my album. He made the beat. He was like, yo, Bash, like, this must take a lot of times to create a, you create a cover art for each song, plus you create an album cover. I said, you know what it is, bro? It's just like, I don't, I don't care about, like, I don't care about what people think, or I don't care about the, the numbers. I do it. I do it with, because I love doing it. It's one of those things. It's like with this poet, 
Her name is Adja Monet. She changed my life. And I mm-hmm. asked her a question once. That's when I, I first started in fashion. I said, Adja, like, uh, when do you, when did you realize that you, like, that you wanted to be a poet for, because it's not like every day that I encounter somebody that does poetry as a living. Mm-hmm. And she told me, oh, I always knew, like, I knew I wanted to do this because I would have still doing it even if I was getting paid for it. I was like, shit. I'm like, shit. I'm getting paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's you what work does. Eh? Art puts you to work. That's it. Better work. Yep. Well, Bash. Thank you for coming to my show. Thank you like for you said, long time coming. Yeah, I feel blessed. Blessing is shared. Hey. Blessing is shared. And keep on creating. I see you. I see your art. You. I see what you do. And the music. Where if it's one thing I would hope you don't stop, it's the music. Why? Because it actually, it makes me happy. It's happy music. It's it's good. It's this, good. This new album is so different. That's what.